You guys ready to get weird tonight or what? Fur. Sure. <laughs> oh, looking straight grizzly. <laughs> Bitch better have my honey. Oh. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome to the Cruise Control Podcast. Kid Cruiser, Woody, Eddie. You're listening to the Cruise Control Podcast. What? It's gonna happen all the time. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Nobody. <laughs> all right. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Control Podcast. This is your host, Kid Cruiser, and I'm here with Bertie and Ed Boy. And uh, it's a new edition of the podcast today. We're going to, you know, we're going to do something different. Well, I don't know, maybe making it a, a new segment or a new series on our show. But today is the first official Homie Day. So Homie Day Part 1. And uh, we got Shad. Rashad Baker, Shadzilla with us. <laughs> so, uh, hey, man, what's up? Thanks for joining us. What's on up, the, man? Thanks for having me. What's up, y'all? On the very Hello, first Shad homie day. My twin. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, shout out to the listeners. Thanks for joining us. I know we took uh, another break off last week. You know, uh, we're trying to trying to figure it out still. I don't know. Times are still weird, but whatever. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, the Cruise Control Podcast is available wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and uh, follow us on our socials at cruise control pod on twitter and instagram and yeah we love you guys and thanks for tuning in what's up with you guys how you guys been I'm okay it's hot it's man been a hot one. it is hot this weather just changed out of nowhere next week it's gonna be uh like 90s 98 97 shut up marissa's pool right that for the win <laughs> y'all 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 swimming over there a lot or what here and there yeah no i think it's even worse with the face mask like this shit's like i feel yeah. hotter dude like it's just like Oh, working in the face masks in the seat, Oh, I'm getting sweatier and shit. Can't it's not cool. Yeah, that's Your trash. face mask gets sweaty, and then, like, you get, like, waterboarded almost. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's making me and break out. you got the glasses, huh? Yeah. Oh. Your glasses be fogging up? Yeah. I had to put a zip tie on mine because that shit got loose after washing it so many times, mm-hmm. the um the little straps. So I put a zip tie on it, and it worked. Like, Doesn't it cool. irritate you? Doesn't want to nah, be rubbing up against you? I thought it was. Well, actually, I did have to move it up because your boy finally got a haircut, so it was a little bothering me. Mm. Yeah, so. Got a little taper. A little taper. Shout oh. out to Manny, though. Oh. Mm-hmm. Manny Fresco. Manny Fresco. It's Manny, though. Um, but what's up? Uh, how's your... I mean, I haven't seen you guys in a little bit. How was, uh, how was your guys' weekend? How uh, how did the... Uh, how was time treating you guys? It's wonderful, man. Whole nother year to life right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy belated to Shad. Big belated uh, birthday to Shad. How old are you now? 25? 25. Quarter century. It's all downhill from here, my brother. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I had to start the year off with a bang, too. Uh. <laughs> you know what? That shit's crazy because I feel that we all really had, like, high hopes for this year. Like, yeah. everybody. It was just in the air. Like, 2020, new decade, new times. Like, everything felt really good. And, like, if you just, like, look and rewind at January to now... And it's only five months in, bro. This is like, I don't know. Somebody, whoever wrote this script is an asshole, bro. Like, this shit's crazy. I heard something that someone said 2020 should just, like, not count. Like, birthdays don't count. Nothing counts. You just, uh, this year is just gone. Next year? Next year is 2020. I'm down with that. They brought that nigga Kim Jong-un back from the dead. Oh, he's alive? (laughs) Three days later. 
So y'all think he's dead or are you alive? I think it's a fake. I think it's an imposter. They got some, a lookalike to stand in for him. So what do you think they're doing, though? What do you think their plan is? Keep the fake up. Keep, Keep the that, family close? Yeah, something like that. I didn't hear about the fake, but I heard that when everything was going down, that his, they were going to have his sister take over until his son was old enough to take over. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't even want to deal with that shit, bro. Right. That 2020. Was shit. 2020. <laughs> 2020, yeah. So, I don't know. Fuck you, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know what's going to happen because every it seems like every month they're extending the quarantine or whatever is going on. You know what I mean? They're extending it. So, it's like... Not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's just I don't know when anything's going to open up. And for me, personally, like... It's not really affecting me, so I don't know. Like, I'm not going crazy or anything. Hmm. But, like, the shit that's going on in Huntington Beach is ridiculous, bro. Yeah, like, people are going nuts. I didn't think that it was like that out here in California. Maybe I think they're trying the, to move closer to home, too. One of like, the southern states. The uh, cities over here, I didn't want to do it. Oh, for real? Well, I, I saw, like, I heard people were, like, protesting outside of, like, the San Bernardino, like, county area. Hmm. But... I don't know. I just why the hell do they want to go outside? What are you protesting? Like, what is it like? They're saying like it's freedom, like it's their freedom of speech, obviously. But mm. like, what are you really protesting? No masks. I mean, well, we talked about it, Eddie. Like, society could, um, this could be the next step. Like, this is gonna be the new normal. Like, they do that shit in every other country. Mm. Like, I don't know if the face mask is the worst thing that comes out of this. Like, it's annoying, but it's doable. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, it's not really a big deal. I don't know. I just think, like, it's stupid because they're protesting, like, oh, I need a haircut and this and that. But when there's other issues going on about, like, you know, immigrants and, like, um, black issues and stuff, they don't, you know, raise their voice or anything. They don't mm. lift a finger. So I think it's, like, it, the privilege and all that shit is just, like, it's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's sick. It is crazy as well ridiculous. how, like, the police are treating it, too. Why well, I saw a couple of videos yeah, where they're starting those, to like getting mad. Those visuals with everyone, like the white people, with it's the guns. mostly yeah, with all yeah, the guns it's mostly white people strapped up to the deck. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, man. It's just kind of wild, if you ask me. It's very wild, but it's just like you really see like America's true colors, like when it, you know, when it matters. Like people, um, I think the like the natives and the indigenous people when mm-hmm. they were protesting like Little Rock or something. Oh yeah, like they were spraying them with like hoses and stuff, yeah. bro. But like these people are have like assault rifles, like and they're in the street and they're like they have their flags out and everything. Like mm. I don't know, bro. I just don't like this is America. You can blatantly see the difference between races. I mean, mm-hmm. that being said, if you're gonna raise like a small militia, I don't think the police really want to get too hands on with those people. Yeah. That's true. It would just prove those people wrong, though. What do you mean? Like, they do something, it's just going to take away that right. Yeah, that's If they true. were to make that move. I'm sure there's no ammunition in them clips, but who knows? It's just for a look or what? Oh, yeah. You be. know that's loaded. They're loaded. loaded. They're ready to go. Oh, yeah. You know what I was thinking about today? Hmm. You know chemtrails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't they just put, like, Clorox in the chemtrails? And get rid of it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that'd be, like, feasible. I don't know. Unless plausible is their agenda, all of it is a scheme for the government. This is mm. just population control. Yeah, Maybe. trying to Thanos us. Oh, I saw. Um, they were like, "Who's more toxic, uh, Thanos or Future?" Uh, and they were like, <laughs> I "Saw that." What did they say? Future fucked uh, Scotty Pippen's wife because Scotty Pippen, Pippen didn't, didn't sign his autograph yeah. as a kid. That's crazy. Damn. That's some like, that's some like premeditated like, yeah. I'm gonna get you back. 
and that's like that's like the story of an evil villain, like right. the yeah. origin. I've never heard. Of yeah, it was, it was trending like a couple of days ago. <laughs> that shit's crazy. I saw another one trending today. It was like who would win in a fight, Killmonger or Loki? Mm, I saw it, but I didn't look into it. But I think Loki all day. Yeah, he's gonna win. He he can disappear and reappear and illusions and all that shit. Um, yeah, that's not even a contest. No, not really. So I don't know why it was trending. I think it was probably because those were the best like on-screen villains in the Marvel universe, other than Thanos. Probably. Hmm. I don't know. Speaking of that, um, Black Widow was supposed to come out this weekend, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. That shit's crazy. What did it get delayed to? The end of the year or next year? November, I believe. Okay. So what's going on with all this, like, AMC and Regal and them? Oh, so pretty much um, Universal uh, Studios, they released Trolls 2 Mm. on streaming services or, like, to purchase, to watch or rent, whatever you want to call it. And um, they, like, broke a record, like, for the most views and like i think it was like over a hundred million dollars like on just out of purchases online you know what i mean damn and so the the ceo or somebody one of the spokesmen said like oh we just might do this like all the time now like this might be something new to try out you know what i mean and then the amc and regal they pretty much said that they were taking advantage of the situation of what was going on like they didn't but they didn't honor like the wait period for like theaters to come back or something like Mm -hmm. that and they were like, we're going to ban Universal Universal Pictures from our theaters. That's stupid. It It is. And I feel like, in a sense, that they try to combat because somebody says something and they wanted to say something. You know what I mean? They should just take the L. Like, But exactly. At the end of the day, bro, like Universal owns Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. Universal owns Jurassic Park movies. Like Those films are going to... Like, that's what brings in people. Obviously, like, theaters make their money off concessions and all that, right? So that's where the people come in. Like, they're not going to let that money go to waste. So I think it was just kind of like they maybe felt like they had to say something. Um, I don't know, but I can see it in a sense. But how you said it's kind of stupid. Yeah. It's kind of stupid, but I could see both sides. Like, it is taking advantage of advantage of a situation and i mean they're not showing the loyalty to how, the is, how is it taking advantage of a situation though like this is a situation like they still gotta do what they gotta do they're saying they took advantage of the crisis that's going on yeah so. and then i could see the one but now they're just like oh every movie can just be like this then we don't yeah. need the, they're Especially pretty much that's saying the new wave yeah. is that it's all based off streaming and they still made their money that way then yeah. there's no point in having a theater yeah but, they, they're just saying we may not even do theaters anymore yeah but i like I think with anime, like animated movies and stuff like this, like I think it's a perfect setting, dude. Like you know, it, it is hard to take your kids out to the movie theater, and you know, um, you're gonna pay a lot of money. But to pay twenty bucks for a two day rental, and you're just you're at home, you know, you're keeping your kids entertained. I think it's kind of a good idea, you know. Mm. And I don't think Trolls Two would have made that much money in the box office. So I think that's why they're thinking this is a like a super win. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt like maybe movies of that caliber, just like smaller end films. Like I feel like that could happen. Um, I think kids movies is a good move for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But like blockbusters, like you still want to watch a Christopher Nolan film on the screen. You still want to watch the Marvel movies on a big screen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nothing, even if you have the best like in home theater, like that shit's not going to change. Like going to the movie theater and watching it. On yeah, I'm not, screen. I'm not a fan of watching new movies at home. I yeah. just, this is not really a vibe for me. I like movie theater. Oh, I finally saw the way back. Speaking of like movies being on like thing, the it's on. Yeah, the Ben Affleck one. It's on there. It's on the PlayStation Store. Oh, really? It's like twenty bucks. What? Um, it was pretty good. Did you I, cry? No, I will say that the trailer was a little bit more tear jerky than 
the actual movie. Hmm. Um, but the overall, like, it was good. The tone, the message. Um, I just felt like the ending could have been a little better. I feel like it just kind of, like, fizzled out at the end. But um, I, I think we talked about it, like, it was, like, really close to, like, Ben Affleck's, like, real life. And mm -hmm. I really felt that he, like, he acted the shit out of it. Like, it was his, like, role to portray. And it did a really good job. But I do, I did not like that the fact that the trailer was a little bit more tear-jerky than the movie. That was the basketball movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you be able to compare it to Coach Carter? I haven't seen Coach Carter since a kid, so I can't. It was more, so Coach Carter was about the coach, obviously, but I feel like they gave more presence to the to the actual players. Mm -hmm. This doesn't really um, give a lot of character. Um, it's more about the coach. Yeah, it's more about Ben Affleck's story. They don't really give a lot of like character, like um, journeys or whatever you want to call it, to the players. Like it's only like one or two kids that they focus on. So I would have liked to see a more like a team dynamic, and instead of like just a montage of him interacting with the with the players, mm -hmm. I would have liked to see more individual stuff like that. Was it like a lot of in-game scenes too, or no? Yeah, it had it had a good amount of basketball scenes and like um when like it was down to the wire, like mm -hmm. you did feel like that tension and it felt good to feel that again because obviously there hasn't been no games out. Like they did a good way of portraying like, oh, this is the last shot, like who's gonna take the bucket, whatever, you know what I mean? So I felt that like, oh yeah, like I wanna know who's gonna so, win. So is it a sports movie or is it like a more of a drama? It's a drama with sports sprinkled in it. Okay. Um but overall I did like it. Um I would have watched it in the movie theater if you know given the chance, mm -hmm. but the fact that it's available like it's tied so. on the playstation store okay yes. is it worth the 20 dollars um honestly i think so because if you think about it you're gonna pay like say if you go on a two dollar or five dollar tuesday right mm. that's 10 bucks right there mm. you're gonna get popcorn, popcorn and all that i think icy it's a up top. popcorn icy all day yeah. yeah that's already 20 bucks right there so i think it's worth it and the difference is that this one i got to own and so some of them say buy, the other ones say rent. So mm. this one happened to be buy. So now I have it forever. Oh, well then just share that. We don't got to spend the 20 bucks. Oh, I mean, I can't like, I think I could only watch it on like when I enter the store. But I mean, if you guys want to come over and watch it, whatever. <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the, the state of movie theaters, but we'll see. Well, other than movie theaters, I mean, streaming's making a killing right now. Like TV streaming documentaries and oh, yeah. shows. Uh, what do you, um, in particular, what are you speaking of? Well, I haven't seen him, but I know that MJ Doc's pretty big right now. Oh. MJ Doc is pretty good, actually. It's really good, man. Bringing up a lot of good debates. Healthy <laughs> debates. Do you think that they're warranted, though? Like, do you think that every time MJ is brought up, do you think that the comparison is needed even, like, why can't we just admire the two separately? Or does it need to be I'll say it like this. Comparing basketball in eras is like comparing cars. Mm -hmm. So you got a GTR 35 and you got a GTR Skyline 34. They're both beautiful cars, but they're completely different. Yeah. At the same time, you can respect one, you can respect the other, but they're completely different. That's how I see it. Yeah. But bringing that into play, talking about cars, the older one, you can beat up a little bit more. Or the newer one, you have to maintain yeah. it. Yeah. They're all made out of plastic now. But that new one's going to zoom for sure. Yeah, but for how long? A good amount of time. But the older ones are kind of nicer, though. Depending they look a little bit asking. more sleek. A little more sleek. Classic. It means, it means something You still talking about yeah. cars? Or are we talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, overall, well, I'll stick to the doc, and then we could get into what we want to get into. Mm -hmm. 
the way that the doc is filmed and the way like how I said um, on the last episode, like seeing things that you d- you weren't around for is mm-hmm. really dope. The way that they're portraying it and um, I feel like I'm really getting every side of every angle. I and like stuff. how they're not like on a timeline. It's not like a linear. Yeah, it goes. It goes here, there, goes back, back there. and forth and that's, all that. That's fun. Like it didn't start in the 80s and mm-hmm. then it's going like it started in 98 and yeah. then we're going back and we're going back. And so I like that. I like that aspect of it. Um, I like so, how it's TVMA too. Yeah, like they're saying fuck on ESPN like live at six o'clock in, yeah. uh, in the evening. So that's crazy, number one. Um, but it's some. It's really cool because like I would love to like binge this shit, but it gives me something to look forward to on Sundays. You mm. know what I mean? So it's it's really enjoyable. I think the next. Well, you guys know we're gonna release this on Thursday, but the the one that comes out um, today on Sunday yeah. is uh the Dream Team, and I think uh it's gonna be like something about Kobe as well. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm excited to watch that tonight. Um, but every night after the doc is over, I go on the timeline, and it's just fucking MJ versus LeBron and this and that. And you know what? Like I said, I don't know that much. I just know that for me personally, MJ was the first superstar, like the very first superstar, you got your magic and birds, but MJ is the one who changed the game, who changed that aspect of basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think how you said comparisons wise, I don't know. I just don't like the fact that the LeBron fans are discrediting MJ for what he did. That's what I see on my like timeline. I don't know about your guys' timelines or whatever, but that's what I see. And I don't like that. You don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. It's, It's not cool. That's okay. It's okay, but it's kind of ignorant. Do you think they're discrediting discrediting MJ, or do you think they're just giving LeBron his proper praise? I think that LeBron does get his proper praise now. Like I think prior, before he even won the Cleveland championship, and I think he was the villain when he went to Miami. Mm-hmm. But I think that he does have his props now. Like LeBron James is right there. Like he's in the top five of all time. You know what I mean? But for me, it's just top two, whatever you want to call it, bro. Top five, top ten, top two. MJ is right there at number one, but they're saying MJ had no real like athletic competition, right? Yeah, but that's also dumb too because they were physical back then. Um, the teams in the '90s started getting a lot better than the teams in the '80s, right? They made the dream team. So in the '90s during, MJ's but now every Olympics you got a new dream team. Definitely not. Yes, definitely. I feel like there hasn't really been like much hype around that since the redeem team with like kobe and lebron and all like kevin durant but after that after the redeem team has been nothing but gold medals not even close i think they spain came close one year oh for real yeah but that was about it but i feel like it lost its um i feel like it lost its sparkle prestige yeah like i feel like well we talked about that too like who's who's a superstar after lebron like yeah we have Giannis. um say what you want yeah like i think Kawhi can be there mm-hmm. um say what you want to say about steph curry being like one of the greatest shooters of all time but i don't see steph curry like i just don't see him in that light i'm about to say you thought steph curry couldn't pull it up from 36 no no no, 90s, no 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 like, i will never deny about? like steph curry's ability to do what he does but i don't see him in that light like you know like, i said like superstar wise like mj kobe lebron like i just don't see steph curry like i don't like seeing him on that list you know what I mean? Like it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing. But is that it. just your own bias? That's or what? my bias. You that's this is my personal opinion. Okay. Yeah. Um but what we were getting into, I want this is why we invited you on the show today, mm-hmm. Shad. Um I want you guys or let's just all talk about it. Um this MJ LeBron thing, is it warranted? Do you think that people are really discrediting MJ like 
because they're like, oh, MJ never won anything without Scottie Pippen. Like, is that fair? Is that valid? Like, what do you, how do you see this whole thing? That's fair, just based on the fact that I haven't seen anybody win a championship by themselves mm-hmm. until Kawhi did this last year. Yeah. He went yeah. to Toronto and just took over. Nobody was expecting that, especially when there's not a lot of competition in the East. That the competition is rising because you have the Bucks. Yeah. You have Toronto. I don't know if they didn't do anything this season. They're number two. Yeah, they're number the two. East. But like I said, competition in the East is garbage. You got the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Can't forget about the Celtics. Can't forget about the 76ers. The Sixers are trash, bro. And you yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think the, the Sixers are ever going to go anywhere. Well, they need to get rid of Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, but that's not what we're talking about. The only team that can pull it off in the East is the Bucks. But anyways, comparing MJ and LeBron together, you can't really do that except for when it comes to the two players did change the game in their era. MJ was a monster. He was finesse. He was pretty mm-hmm. with it. Like, his thumb, Phil Jackson always talks about the thumb that he's able to grip the ball like he's never seen before and can do anything with it. And that's something that Kobe didn't have. But LeBron is just a monster. He's where a beast. Pe- people get out of his way and he changed the game being yeah. 6'8", 250. That's crazy. I feel like when you face a player like that, being used to like skill set like a finesse type player, mm-hmm. like you don't know how to guard it. And even now, they still can't guard him. Nah. But the game has softened. Yeah. A lot more since when, uh, the beginning of the decade, you know what I mean? But I feel like now LeBron is, he's um he's still a monster, uh-huh. but he's, like, using his team more now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Like, I told you, Eddie, like, Miami Heat, LeBron, was the bad guy. He was a bad guy in the league for, like, a good two, three years. But he was unstoppable, bro. Yeah. Like, that I will say that. And I hated sure. LeBron. Like, I hated that. I hated that whole thing. But he was ugly, bro. He was a monster. That That's being said, the league definitely did soften. But y'all aren't mentioning that the league also sped up. The slowest team in the league is like 96 possessions per game. That would have mm-hmm. been the fastest in MJ's era. But because it's a new era, like people focused. This era, people are focusing more on the skill set. Mm-hmm. And they have so much more at hand where they can make themselves faster, stronger. Like technology developed yeah. at the same time. Whereas in MJ's era, it was like you score, but you're going to have a tough time. I'm going to make it tough for you, and you're not going to get that call. Whereas every player cries about every single thing. Yeah, every LeBron still cries. Like every player cries for like fouls and stuff. Like, so I remember you brought up that conversation. You were saying, like, bro, LeBron would dominate in MJ's era because he's so big. But when LeBron first came to the league, he was scrawny too. But he was still bigger than MJ. But yeah, but the bad boy Pistons or whatever, he still would have got roughed up and he he didn't have that choice of being like crying about it. Okay, I don't know, so was man. was all the foul calling not a thing back then? Nah. Okay. Like it had to be like a a blatant like you fucking push them or whatever but like people were like well they were, when they were playing they're throwing elbows and shit and like what was the it was called the Jordan rule when Jordan the Pistons rule. would play uh the Bulls and stuff whenever Michael Jordan would do anything just hands on like go beat him up pretty much and he took it he took it on the chin I don't think that the players nowadays could do that like you can't rough anybody up because it's an automatic foul and they're crying for it granted if LeBron played in that era and was still the same size everything but are we talking at the time are we talking like the same time that they both came in or are we talking about LeBron right now LeBron right now okay because i feel like if he did go through that punishment 
and he did still win chips like Jordan did, he would be the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Undoubtedly. Okay. And I don't think there would be much of a difference if you did swap MJ and LeBron in their eras. Mm-hmm. I don't think there would be much of a difference, personally. So are you saying that MJ wouldn't do anything in our time now? I'm saying that I would be very – I could easily see MJ going 3-for-9, and I could easily see LeBron going 6-0 if you swap their teams. I doubt it. Yeah, no. I highly doubt that. I can see. I will give. I will. Give, the only one that I'll give him is uh, the first finals he went to. Amazing feat that he went there. What three years after his? Yeah, his after junior. he came to the league, um, the Spurs were still on top, right? Yeah, I'll give him that. But all the other ones, bro, he was never favored. But they were saying like um, when they lost to the Mavericks, like Jerry. Uh, no, what's his name? Dude with the bandana. Jason Terry. Jason, Jason Terry, Terry, like they were, he was cooking on the team, bro. Like, how are you gonna let a bench player like beat you? Well, that's one of the greatest six men that ever came off the bench. So, I know, but come on, still, put some respect on his name, six, bro. You look, look what you just said. One of the greatest six men and one of the greatest players of all time. That's the difference. You can't let that happen. So you're gonna, you're not gonna talk about D Wade and you're not gonna talk about Chris Bosh. It's only gonna be focused on LeBron. I know we're talking about. No, LeBron, I'm saying the, the I'm saying that team should have won. I'm saying that team should have won. The Mavericks were still favored. I'm just saying that. I don't think that LeBron would be six and zero, or that Jordan would be what three and nine or three and six or whatever. I don't think Jordan. I don't think that would happen. Okay, yeah. If Jordan was on the fucking Heat, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, you can also argue if LeBron never went to Miami, he stayed in Cleveland his whole career. Would he have ever won a chip? Mm. What well, that? I mean, no. you still had Kyrie. He didn't come in until later. That's another thing I never brought up with y'all is that MJ and I guess we can throw Kobe in there too. They had Hall of Fame coaches. But why is that their fault, though? No, no. LeBron's never had a Hall of Fame coach and is never going to have a Hall of Fame coach. Why is that his fault? Yeah, he still has the best of the best. Why is that Kobe's fault? Why is that MJ's fault? Why is it LeBron's fault that he doesn't have one? What what if Phil Jackson was coaching LeBron? He picks his his teams. Every team that LeBron's been on has been handcrafted to his his liking. Actually, I lied. Eric Spolcher is a Hall of Fame coach. See? Um, Before we get off that, I wanted to... Do you compare LeBron going to the Heat the same thing as KD going to the Warriors? Yes. Why? Because it's just, it was in the bag. Like It was guaranteed that he was going to win a chip. Because LeBron had so many weapons. He had not only D. Wade, Chris Bosh. He had Ray Allen, bro. Yeah. No, I'm talking about... Okay, so LeBron, he wasn't winning in Cleveland. He needed to win one, right? Mm. He goes to the Heat. Which is still a rival in the East, but it's not it's not the number one in the East. It's not the Celtics, right? If LeBron would have went to go join Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and them, that would have looked like crazy, right? Because yeah. he needed a win. I'm saying that's what KD did. Uh-huh. Like he went to a team that had been in the finals twice, who could have been the potential new um, rivalry in the West. Yeah. Like I feel like what KD did was way worse than what LeBron did. It's basically the same thing because. KD went to a super team, but LeBron developed his own super team. Okay. And he took Ray Allen from the Celtics. So yeah. it's like And KD went to Golden State and it became KD's team. It was it no did. longer Seth he Curry's took team. Over, bro. Yeah, he took over. Do you feel like um do you think that tarnishes KD's legacy more than LeBron's though? Uh depends. If he wins one in Brooklyn, it'll uh, be a little erased. It'll be a little erased, yeah. Okay. But at the same time, he switched up. You can't you can't respect somebody who switches up, man. At least 
I can't. It was kind of foul. Because yeah, they, I think it's they way took more him foul. 3-1, and then he's like, oh, fuck it then. I'm going to go join y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, LeBron, like, I felt like LeBron had no other choice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, like, KD was still on a good team. You know, say what you want to say about the Thunder. Yeah. But they could have done it. Like, that... The Warriors and the and the Thunder in the Western Conference Finals, uh-huh. like for three years in a row, that could have been a show. You know what I mean? You know what? You know, no, 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 no one talks about. Maybe KD just didn't want to play with Russ. Yeah, maybe, maybe he. They just don't talk about it because yeah. they don't want to get into it. But that could be a, a thing. And maybe it was more like a shot at Russ, like, hey man, like Seth Curry is a good point guard. Actually, he can shoot the ball. Like, let me go play down here. That's fair. And win rings. Yeah, I, I can agree. I could still call him a dumbass for that because Russ, as you already know, that's my boy. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you do have to think about yourself, and you're not going to be in that conversation without the chip. Yeah, yeah. So, you got to have a chip. That's so, why. Yeah. Does Does the number of championships you got matter? I feel like it does. Then why don't we talk about um, what's that one for? Bill Russell. He has eleven, 11. rings. But he was, uh, it was just in that era where he was just so freaking long, sure. unstoppable. There was only like eighteen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he does have that number. Yeah, and you can't deny that. Just like you can't deny LeBron has his, mm-hmm. MJ has his. So there, that's why they're in that conversation. I know it's a completely different sport, but like Peyton Manning only has two championships, but I still consider him one of the greatest QBs to ever yeah. do it. That's because he's just so efficient at what he. And does. I feel like Rogers football's different one. though. Like. Football's it's it's hard it's to an win a championship, team sport, man. Yeah. yeah, like it's hard. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, you know what's crazy? Like how we hold like Kobe, like he has five rings. Mm-hmm. Like those Spurs players, like Tim Duncan and them, like they have five they rings have too. Five and I feel too. like they oh. don't get as much credit. Yeah, either. that's true. Can't forget about Robert Ory. Yeah, like that shit's crazy. <laughs> um, but um, doesn't he have seven? He a sniper. I could tell you that. Yeah, I think he has like seven rings. Wild. But uh, is that pretty much it with the MJ stuff, MJ LeBron stuff? Um, I'm excited to keep watching the doc, but for me, um, I don't, I don't know. I just think that LeBron paved or LeBron, sorry, MJ paved the way for everything to happen, and like he's just he's MJ, man. Like he's yeah. Michael Jordan. Like he just has that name. His name was able to create all this that we have now. You know, so I guess like you said, it's it's if you're comparing eras, you're comparing an old Chevy to a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah, me and Bird talk about it all the time. Where we say MJ paved the way for Kobe. MJ made it Kobe. That's why they're so easily comparable. Mm-hmm. And LeBron changed the game. Just how yeah. uh, MJ changed the game in his time. LeBron changed the game. Paved the path for what I consider paved the path for Kawhi. Because mm-hmm. that was just a freaking Yeah, monster. I do think Kawhi's the next. They were talking about it on first take. And they said like out of everyone in the NBA right now, active players, that uh, Kawhi is more comparable to MJ. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, the claw, man. The claw. Yeah. Um, But this is not a sports podcast, but that was a that was a good talk, man. But sticking, <laughs> sticking on to sports, how do you feel about the Kendall Jenner all, oh. all team? Yeah, Sheesh. let's talk about that. So Kendall Jenner, getting in our, in our spill the tea bag, um, Kendall Jenner was spotted with uh, Devin Booker, right? So she is uh, famously, not famously, but she's known for dating basketball players. So somebody ranked up her Kendall Jenner All Star Kendall Jenner team, right? So it's uh, at point guard Ben Simmons, at shooting guard D'Angelo Russell, at shooting forward Devin Booker, at power forward Kyle Kuzma, and at center Blake Griffin. So the question is, who or how? I'm sorry, how many games does that team win? 
sounds like the Warriors. Yes. Like, are they dominating in in whatever? I think there's a few bench players you're missing too. I think yeah. Jordan Clarkson's on that oh, list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe there's one more guy. I can't think of the name. Even with just Jordan Clarkson, bro, that's a good six yeah. man rotation yeah. right there. So you think that they're winning sixty games? Did you say Kyle Kuzma too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think they can win 70 games. Man. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's a <laughs> squad? Sure, yeah. So she's got a squad on her back? Blake really Griffin do. in his prime. You got to yeah. think about when, when she was with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about toxic people, Blake Griffin leaving his whole family to go be with Kendall Jenner. See, I didn't know that. That's that's crazy. I think he had like five kids or two kids. Damn, we spilling the tea all over the place. Just peaced out. <laughs> hey, that's a clipper, though. Got to give it up to the one of the clips all-time Ooh. greatest. Brick squad. Brick Squad, Pulling Lob up. City, yeah, Lob City, Lob City, give it up, ain't do nothing. So, so they they gonna dominate then? Oh yeah, all right, off top, that's the team to beat right there. All right, I fuck with it. Um, yeah, Kendall Jenner's beating that team for sure. <laughs> 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 oh fuck. Um, shit. So we're in quarantine. Um, music has been coming out. What are you bumping? What y'all bumping right now? Are you I- still listening to music? Here like and there, how you would, not as much as I used to. I feel like this is the first week that I really did like listen to music mm. like a lot, listen to old stuff and stuff and stuff. Nice. Um. So what have you been listening to? Should we just address the elephant in the room? Yeah, go for it. Um, Eddie's boy Drake dropped a <laughs> dropped a demo tape, a little mixtape, if you will, putting together all those leaks that came out and all the singles Lucy's. that he released so far, all the Lucy's. Lucy tape. Um, I would kind of call it like Care Package 2, if you mm. will. Yeah, I'll start it off, man. I, I feel like the intro really didn't meet up to par with all of Drake's yeah, intros. Yeah, Drake always has a bomb-ass intro. And the closing, too, wasn't a good closer either. Yeah. But it's very in-depth. It's very personal, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I guess you got to take that with a little grain of salt because he's like giving him a lot of himself. But I don't know. Drake's a snake, if you will. Slime, mm. I don't know. It was good. I liked it. I'll just I leave it at that. The intro was hard, bro. I, I like the intro. Eddie, do you, are you? You heard it, right? Yeah. Um, the intro does it sound like that? Um, that Thundercat song. Fuck that. Mm-mm. I I don't know. Well, when you listen to that song again, I think he sampled Thundercat. I'm not too sure. But a, a lot of these songs sound like repackaged old Drake songs. Yeah. I um, like this album. I feel like the intro, if we're staying on that, I feel like it's more we're getting bad boy Drake. We're not getting the nice guy anymore. So I liked it. It sounds like heartbreak Drake again. I think they're singing, but I feel like he's saying more serious shit. I mean, for me, like I how I said, like I liked When to Say When when it came out. Um, I still love Desires. So I was kind of just skipping to the new songs. And I don't ever do that. I always listen to an album mm-hmm. front to back. But this really did feel like a collection of songs. You know what I mean? It really did feel like just something to put out. But I do, the songs that I did like, the new ones that came out, like Time Flies. And, yeah, Time um, Flies is sick. Uh, the one with Chris Brown was pretty good. Uh, Not You Too, right? Yeah. That one was good. Um, they're the softer, but they're still the poppy. Like, mm-hmm. they're catchy. It's the catchy Drake. Mm-hmm. And he that's his bag, bro. That's his vibe. Um, I feel like he delivered. And we finally got to hear Pain 1993, which I thought was a Cardi song, but it's it was it's a Drake song. Yeah. I, mean, I think Drake being able to flow on a type of beat, like on a Pierre beat, I think it just shows whatever you want to call it, culture vulture, whatever you want to call it, Drake is able to adapt to any type of beat. You know what I mean? I don't think that a J. Cole can do that. You hmm. know what I mean? Uh, maybe a Kendrick, 
but I don't think that they're able to flow like that. And just like his energy on this song, like it was just like it was it wasn't like in your face, but it was fun. Like you felt it like that song, that snippet was it lived up to that. But I feel that Cardi kind of like put a weight on it and he dragged the song down. Like I feel it could have been that much better if Cardi like came through, but I still feel like Drake's parts are fucking. You know good. what? Cadence aside, I feel like Cardi's verse wasn't bad actually. I think it was he wasn't matching Drake's energy. Well, I feel like Drake was using a Cardi energy. Like he was using his flow, he was using his cadence. You think I feel like, like Drake stole like Cardi's powers? I think <laughs> that he overshadowed him for sure because I don't know what the fuck Cardi's up to. Space uh-huh. Jam. For but real. I feel like without Cardi, this couldn't have happened because he's yeah. he's rapping like Cardi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's able to adapt, and he like whatever you want to call stole or steal. Yeah, he definitely stole the limelight from Cardi on a Cardi. This should have been Cardi's song. Yeah. But Cardi just, I don't know what he's doing with, like, the way he's rapping and the sounds he's going for. I just didn't like that it was, like, the verse, how you said it wasn't bad, but I felt like it was spread out. Like, I don't know if it's the way he actually delivered it or if the way the song was, like, mixed and mastered or edited, but I feel like it was just very slowly paced hmm. compared to, like, the energy that Drake brought onto the track. Yeah, I can see that. What he's saying is cool. It's mm. just, I don't like his delivery. Between this feature and at me, I just, I'm not, I don't know what Cardi's doing. Did you guys see that video of that little kid? And he was reviewing the yeah. uh, the thing and he's like, oh, do you hear what he's saying? He's like, oh, bro, he's speaking to my soul. Uh, bro, that I gotta work so on comedy. my Cardi knees. <laughs> yeah, he's, Again, he's turning the baby voice up a notch. Kaden was speaking Cardi knees the other day. He uh, was like, and I was like, yo, bro, like, that's not true. <laughs> Should've got the mic out right there and there. <laughs> um, but I definitely think that that song, like, I don't know. I just felt like that song's good still at the end of the day. Hmm. Um, I I think D4L is a big shine in this one. I liked it. I feel like it could have been better, but that's just me personally. Flat. It came a little flat. Um, but I do like it. I think that anytime Future and uh, Slime. And it kind of sounds like Ecstasy off Young Thug's last joint. I wouldn't know, but. I don't remember. Sorry. Y'all some hardcore critics up in here. <laughs> D4L was a smash. D4L was hard. I, I, I don't know what me, they're talking about. I enjoy it, but I, I, I don't know. I I feel like it's one of those songs that I have to see out in a setting. Well, like, this was a banger. This wasn't, yeah, this wasn't I mean? a, listen to me and let me know what you think. This is just a banger. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, like I feel like if we had a party and that's what I'm saying, like in the setting, like listening to it, just like chilling, I'm like, eh, it's like whatever for me. But I feel like, you know, when we get to hang out again and party, like, I feel like you know who put that shit on. I feel like it would be a I banger. I, I think I put it on on Friday. Yeah. Um, You're like, I don't know if I being, like it. <laughs> that being said, do, do you think Drake was a little premature on Tissy Slide? What do you mean? Because I don't like it at all anymore. Well, I didn't really listen to it when it came out. So when you guys said it was like, oh, it's good, like I was like, it's fine, but I didn't really like listen to it ever again. I, since I didn't it came play out. it out. I probably played it maybe two or three times. I, I played it um, when this released, but I don't know. I just think that. It's one of those that I don't really care for, but I'll listen to it. But it doesn't give me, like, any, like, like, it's catchy, obviously. Like, it's, you know, you can sing to it, but it doesn't give me that, like, like, you know when you play, like, In My Feelings, like, like, you, like, you enjoy singing along to that stuff. Like, Hotline Bling, like, it's there. Like, I do, like, at the end of the day, I do feel like it was kind of forced now. I think he released it at a good time because I like it a lot less in this album. Or this EP. I like all the singles a lot. Actually, I like Mixed them a lot tape, more. if you will. Mixed tape, but I like it a lot less than I did when it came out. Yeah, me too. I do like a lot more. I'm going to take back what I said. I like Chicago Freestyle a lot yeah, more than I did. Too. Like, I like Bastards. it a lot more. <laughs> me too. It's really good in the album. I like, um, oh, the other one uh, from Florida with Love. 
I like that one too. I feel like that's that old Drake, that old yeah. like um, "Thank Me Later" uh, Lucy era right there. I feel like that's that old Drake. I right was there. hoping to get a Kodak verse, man. Low Kodak. I miss Kodak. Low Kodak. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been and I'm not one to like skip through stuff, especially on a Drake album. Like I usually just let it play, but I'm I'm really going to what I like, and I've had those four. I've had um, when to say when, desires. Uh, time flies and pay 1993 on repeat like those songs for me are even if it's only four um those yeah. songs for me are like this is what i love from drake this is what i need from drake and it's good for me to like hold over till his album comes out because he said it's going to release this summer, summer right yeah but um, uh desires and the time flies is great man oh bro back to back great fire can't forget about losses i feel like his again his energy like he came on strong yeah um I was talking to Lee about it, and he said that it doesn't sound um, like he likes it because it, he just feels like it's um, like it's just there. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like Drake kind of like like the Tootsie Slide, right? Mm. Like it feels like he really like try to format it and structure it and make it something. Like every other song here feels like he just went in the booth and just did the songs. You know, like I feel that's that's a lot of people's um, complaints about like the last three projects like Scorpion, More Life and Views. Like I feel like he was trying to be very calculated and it just came off too scripted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I feel like with this, um I I'm I've been hearing a lot of good things that people do like the whole thing. Except for like the last two, like when he gets in his fucking like um his UK bag or whatever. That but, no, that song was trash. Yeah. But people are liking this because it Demons? feels like yeah, I believe so. The one with- the, I like the war I don't like war yeah. um, But it feels like Drake He's just kind of loose with it Like he's having fun with it In a sense Like it's not He's not really like thinking That he needs to do Anything special Or in particular And I think Drake needs to get back to that Like I hope this album And I've said it before This album needs to be it For me Like For me to Defend or whatever you want to call it Like this album needs to be it So if this is a prelude to that album and I hope he does bring um, this to that album, whatever you want to call it. I think it could be, it could finally be like, all right, Drake did it. You what's, know? it what's it called when you get like an old record and you like make a new beat out of it? Sample? Yeah, I like all the samples. All the samples on mm. this are fire for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you like it, Sean? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, Drake's not my favorite artist, but I can appreciate the craft. Mm-hmm. But it's, I would give it like a six out of 10 for me. There's only like maybe two bangers that you could probably slap. But like I said, I did like the intro. He's spitting. You can't lie. Yeah, he's spitting. But I don't know. I wouldn't probably listen to it as a whole ever again. Yeah, and that's how I was saying. Like I'm, I'm not listening to it front to back because there are songs that I don't like on well, there. What you said was interesting. What would you rate it? Um, because I don't think I'm going higher than seven. Yeah, I would say six and a half, seven. But for a mixtape of Lucy's, it's pretty good. Yeah, you do sense. have to take yeah. that into consideration. Yeah, it's yeah. really like they're unfinished tracks. Mm. Like you can tell that a lot of them are unfinished too. Like there are ideas. Um, but that's the other thing. I feel like that does bring a better cadence and a better like aura around it because yeah. um, Drake is one of those artists. Like, hey, like th- this is my my leftovers. These are my Lucy's, and they are better than most people's albums. Mm. And it's kind of like that is where the separation is with Drake and other artists. Like that's that's the bar right there. You know, hmm. so but yeah, I, I agree with you, Eddie. Like seven, six and a half, seven. Yeah, because I'm only really playing the songs that I really like, yeah, and that's too. super odd for me because, um, you know, I just, I just be bumping Drake like that. 
I also don't like how he doesn't take full advantage of the beat. Like Drake has the hardest beats ever, and but he like does the bare minimum with his flows. I feel like you got to spaz on some of the stuff that he gets, and he doesn't do it. And I just it makes me like when you say spaz, are you talking about like lyrically? Like yeah. you want him to go in? Yeah, like I don't think that's really Drake's bag. I don't think he really ever spazzes. He does though. Like my favorite Drake album is "Thank Me Later." Mm-hmm. And he was going off, bro. Like, how y'all compare J. Cole? Like, he was hungry when he was early. Yeah. And now he's kind of falling off. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about Drake. Like, in the beginning, he was hard. But yeah. now, so it's like, like you said, for this project at least, he doesn't feel like he has to do too much. And I feel like you're getting paid too much to feel like that, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I would I would like to, well, like I said, like, I would like to hear on this. This one needs to be a good blend of... um of everything of sing drake of rap drake you're talking about his next project yeah okay. but i do like that this was only 14 songs like think, i think you think we're about to get another 24 track i oh god i don't want i don't want another 24 album dra- and like, i think this is a good time for him i think under an hour is a good time i don't want to hear anything more than an hour. how much how much 50 minutes oh that's perfect i anywhere 45 to 50 minutes for me a perfect album is fucking 13 to 16 songs like that's a good limit of songs um mm-hmm. but yeah overall like for a Lucy demo mixtape, whatever you want to call it, it was enjoyable. I don't love all of it, but the songs that I like, like they're gonna be on repeat for the rest of the year and years to come. Yeah, there's a couple playlist songs on here. Yeah, definitely. Um, does, does this get the the cruise control stamp of approval? Yeah, I guess so. I guess we all agreed on uh on Drake this time. For the first time. First time for <laughs> uh, do y'all hear the Travis Scott and Kid Cudi song? The Scots. The Scots. Wasn't bad. Um, what a bad. I think it's a little overhyped. It's not bad, but it's, I feel it's like fine. it's a Travis Scott featuring Kid Cudi. It doesn't feel like a collab. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like like a kidsy ghost. Like it doesn't feel like that. Well, they kind of did. They trade off towards the yeah. end, don't they? Uh, it was two different flows. Yeah, I feel like it in a sense though. Like it wasn't um cohesive. I feel like Kid Cudi was matching Travis's energy. Definitely. Like it wasn't a good blend of their different worlds, you know what I mean? And even though um Travis is a student of Cudi, like I feel like Cudi kind of adapted to Travis's sound on this. So I would like to see in the future because I do think there's going to be more collabs from them if they do do like the Scots the album or whatever. I would like to see like a Kid See Ghost thing because Kanye brought his best and Cuddy brought his best and they just it just mixed. It just went and it just blended, right? I would like to see that with this. On Kid See Ghost? Yeah. You think that was the best of both of them? Um I don't I feel know like if it I would was say just, the best. It was but just like, Cuddy humming and Kanye I feel being Kanye. Like Kanye like came with the raps. Like I feel like Kanye hasn't rapped like that in a while. Um and Cuddy like with his melodies and his humming and his hooks, I think it just blended together and it really worked. Yeah, me. Cuddy's more of like an ambiance thing. He, does, he I like this because he's actually rapping. He's he's being more lyrical than he's been in the last at least couple of years. Oh yeah, I'm excited for rap Cuddy again, man. Like if this is going to be like not his new thing, but if he's bringing it back, like I'm excited for that for sure. You know what's funny? I was going to ask you bird because you're not a um you're not a big Cuddy fan, right? No, not really. It's funny to me because you're a you're Travis Scott is your guy, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And Cuddy is Travis Scott's guy. Like, that's his, like, mentor. That's his who, like, he modeled himself after. And he he inspired him to do this. Mm -hmm. It's funny to me that, like, you don't, like, like Cuddy. You know what I mean? Because his influences are all Travis. You know what I mean? 
I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like a, it's a, a more, turned down version more ironic. of Travis. Yeah, and, more ironic that you don't like it. It's just like a, not like it's a problem. It's just like, oh, like, that's yeah, funny. I know it's yeah, not man. a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just think it's it's funny. Just I was just thinking about that the other day. It doesn't really mean anything. Though. Oh, you be making jokes on my back now? Nah, bro. We all I'm know just... Bear's a hater, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Cuddy? Uh, he's, I like him, yeah. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan, but everybody liked Cuddy back in the day. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Everybody's sure. liked Cuddy at one point. Yeah, for sure. I think um, when Cuddy came out, obviously Man on the Moon won. Um, that was a whole new world of like uh, spacey and like yeah, like I don't know psychedelic, but definitely spacey, definitely more in tune emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like um, not emotional like Drake emotional. It was like. Uh, mental and like personally emotional you know what i mean i think i fell off when he did uh indicud yeah and yeah, that's, that's what i said I like the it was third like the fire one right yeah yeah, yeah 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 um that's where it started happening for me too but there is songs on that album that i do like um but for me like man on the moon 2 was where i felt like cuddy separated himself from the rest of the pack because he was just so um i don't want to say vulnerable but he was just plain honest to the bone you know what i mean like he just let all his problems go out and i feel like he was the first one to really speak about and maybe i may be wrong there could have been others in the past to talk about it mm. but i feel like cuddy really just let it out and was like hey like i'm fucked up and i'm gonna show you guys in my music and this is a way for me to let that out so i feel like he was really one of the first ones to do that but that's why i like cuddy because i don't know whatever the fuck i thought i was going through when i was younger but i feel like i could relate to that that somebody was that honest in their emotions and let it, letting that out you know when was that? In like 2009? 2010, yeah. 2010. When Man on the Moon 2 came out. Okay. So. When did 808s come out? 08. Okay. So yeah. did, do you think Cuddy kind of stemmed off of 808s and Man I on the Moon 1? I think 808s couldn't have happened without Cuddy. Cause, um, was 808s after Man on the Moon? No, it was right before. So it was 808s, Man on the Moon 1, Man on the Moon 2. And then um, so My then Beautiful Dark Two. How could 808s not have happened Because Cuddy, um, Cuddy... Kanye used Cuddy on the hooks, right? But every time Kanye makes a new album, he uses like his new signed artists like as influences. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus is very Travis Scott influenced. Um, 808 and Heartbreaks is very um, Cuddy influenced. Like that emotion, that that hmm, that singing, that the hums and everything that came from Cuddy. Like even though it is Kanye's project and whatever, I'm not saying that Cuddy created cu- curated that project, but I'm saying that. Cuddy doing those things allowed Kanye to do that. It helped inspire him in a sense. You okay. know what I mean? I'm not discrediting that that's not Kanye at I'm all. Just curious. But that definitely um paved the way for that sound is Cuddy and Kanye. So I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah speaking of Kanye Sarn artists, you ready for that new Big Sean that's gonna drop? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that <laughs> Detroit Two is on Detroit the way. Detroit Two on the way, bro. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I was speaking um I think Big Sean needs to, he needs to have his rollout right because I feel like Big Sean always gets played. This album needs to slap. I think it needs to slap. I think just, he just needs a good well, album. album. Doesn't slap a Big Sean, man. Nah, I'm I'm a Big Sean fan. I like Big Sean, but he always gets played in his rollouts because Dark Sky Paradise came out, and then a week later, if you're reading this, came out, and it was just overshadowed, right? Yeah. Nobody cared anymore, right? <laughs> and then um, I decided came out, and then Damn came out a month later, and again. Overshadowed. I just when I decided to came out, it was dope. I think it was like what yeah. 2017. 
Yeah, End of 2017, yeah. maybe beginning, 2018, beginning 2017. Yeah. So Big Sean, um, he needs to have his rollout like perfect. Like I know, I know Drake and Kendrick. They're gonna, they're very calculated. They're gonna drop whenever they want. They don't care about mm-hmm. whoever drops when they drop. But Big Sean needs to figure it out because he cannot let that happen again. Even if the album does slap, just the way with how streaming is now and how everything goes now, everything is so like passable now. Like. You hear something one week, you forget about the next week. You know what I mean? He's an old dude now. He's not really that relatable anymore. Exactly. Like he I needs think, to. He needs to to get his best chips pull put his best chips forward, and he needs to like have the rollout perfect. Well, I think he's already setting himself up for failure. It's a bad year to drop his album because you got all the TDEs probably going to come out. You got Drake that's coming out. You have all the big hitters coming out. He's going to get overshadowed no matter what. Yeah, it's possible. I just think he needs to be. It's very he's, possible. He, he needs to pay very close attention to it. And Big Sean has to bring him, man, because with the TD, he's, they're going to have a big year. They've been dropping a lot of new music. Yeah. They've had a really big week. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard any of the new stuff. TDE week, right? Yeah. It's like, it's been two weeks now, I think. Has um, it? Yeah. Some good songs came out of it. Yeah, I believe Absol dropped. Zakari dropped. Isaiah Rashad dropped a new song, finally. Years um, later, man. What, did you guys hear it? you guys like it? Uh, It's called Why Worry, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. I liked it. I like, um, well, I think you heard it before me and you were like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't, maybe it was how I was listening to it. Because when I put it in the car and I put on my speakers, it was completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just the headphone thing may have thrown me off. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good I beat. really like the beat. The He's, trumpets or whatever it is. Yeah. I, it's a vibe for sure. It's smooth. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for any new, anything that Isaiah Rashad drops. Um, and I, re- I went back to listen to the Sun's Tirade and Sylvia Demo. Mm-hmm. And I think um, speaking about how Cuddy, um, how he talked about mental health and like all that stuff, I feel like Cuddy portrayed it in like a in an aura. Like it wasn't it wasn't fake, but it felt like um, it felt like a a thing of its own. When Isaiah Rashad talks about it, I feel like it's very down to earth and it's very real. So like, just, I feel like it's really cool when he does. It. Yeah, not. Yeah, not like you know it's I mean? a cool thing to have. I mean, like but he does like, it in a very digestible way. Yeah, it's like very like real. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's very honest, very vulnerable, and I just I I think it's so dope. So I think that Isaiah Rashad, um, that's his that's his ability. You know what I mean? Like he's just very honest in his music, and it sounds yeah, I guess cool in a way because he's just it's not a front. You know what I mean? Like he's just talking about his life, yeah. and he's good at what he does. He's very talented, so it really translates over. Um, so I pretty much in my head said like, all right, it's been what, four years now that since the son's tirade came out, has it been? Yeah. 2016. Damn. Um, I was like, he needs to bring it like the, like he can't be away for four years and And fucking, and he brought it. Yeah. But with this album, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm just, I'm excited to hear it because I like that. He really just shares himself in his music. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not saying that if it's bad, I'm going to like it, but I'm going to just, you know, go in there and just enjoy it. Yeah, I'm very biased because I'm probably going to like no matter what That's, anything he yeah, drops. Exactly. That's how I'm saying. Like, I'm probably going to But like I don't it. think he'll drop anything bad. Yeah. He doesn't have the record to, of doing it. No, that's The true. track record. Yeah. How did, did you listen to it? Did you like it? It was pretty good. Verge, I wish he had, like, more features or more content that I could listen to. I like uh, Sylvia Demo and Sun's Tirade. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long ass time. I can't really say that he's been missed in my playlist. And mm-hmm. I know I'm a fan. Like, don't yeah. get it twisted. But um, yeah, whenever he drops, I'm going to listen to it for sure. But I'm not like on the edge of my seat. 
No, nah, I'm on, on the edge of my yeah, seat for sure. Especially <laughs> him taking so long. Yeah. This being the first thing he dropped since then, the expectations were so high, man. And he did deliver, though. It yeah. was a fire song. I That's feel like this album is going to be so refined. It's going to be so good because it mm-hmm. seems like he's working, like he's doing it. He's just yeah. not releasing anything. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen, uh, but I'm super excited for that album. Uh, other sure. than Isaiah, though, I mean, a lot of people drop from TD, everybody, other oh, than um, like Kendrick or Schoolboy, but Sir dropped a song, Rapper with, uh, Weed, with Boogie. With Boogie. Another smooth joint. Um, I think Sir is another one on TDE that when they sign him that he just he hasn't missed either for me personally. Like mm. between November and uh and Chasing Summer. Chasing Summer, those are two great really two um great front albums. to back, really what, good what albums. What was the last one he just dropped? Chasing what, Summer. Chasing Summer. That was like the one where he's like questioning God and everything. I think uh, I think you're thinking of nope. IDK. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's two different people. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This one is very like West Coast singy. All right, yeah, West Coast R and B in a sense. I don't know, but I think that Sir, um, he's another one. Like after the Black Hippie era, like the new era that's come out of TD, like SZA, Isaiah Rashad, Sir. Like I really think that like Top Dog knows what he's doing at the end of the day. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and but then Boogie just killed his feature, mm-hmm. and it was a it was legit a song about weed, and I haven't heard a song about weed in a minute, and it was just like. It was smooth. It was cool. Like I enjoyed it. He also had dropped a music video. I don't know if you guys saw it. The John Redcorn, very King of the Hill. Well, oh yeah, John Redcorn's a ki- character on King of the Hill. So, it's but yeah, the so music video. It's like King of the Hill animated. Style. Animated. Yeah, yeah. yeah that shit was about dope. John Redcorn. Yeah, it was like Kendrick and Black Hippie. Yeah, like, yeah, all them. They're in the front, like Hank yep. Hill and them. <laughs> yep. Well, that's how it starts. But it's about this John Redcorn, like that dude. It really follows him. Yeah. So that shit was dope. Um, that was a good ass video, and it's tight that they were able to do that animation like that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know if there's any like copyright behind that or anything. But Not too many black people in King of the Hill, anyway. <laughs> Interesting. But uh, who Reason dropped something too, right? Yeah, Reason dropped. Uh, might not make it. I, I mean, I thought it was fine, but it was cool for Reason to show off his talents. Um, but I'm more excited to hear an actual album from him mm-hmm. to like really see who he is, like. Because I think the thing that's on Apple Music right now was something that helped him get signed to TDE. Like, it was before TDE happened. So I'm excited to hear him in a new light and to hear him, like, bring it with a, a label behind him and, um, like, something new, you know? So, um, but I think he's a really good rapper. Um, I, he might turn a, a couple people off because his voice is very strong. It's, like, a really strong voice, and it's hard to get behind sometimes, but... That's for me personally. Like, I know if I don't like somebody's voice, I just can't listen to their music. I like it. But his, um, for me, it's something that I had to get used to. But when I got used to it, I'm like, all right, I can accept this. I can enjoy it. So I'm excited to see whatever he does bring from TDE. Yeah, he has a very, I guess, strong voice. Like, Schoolboy has a very different kind of voice. You yeah, have to his kind is of- more raspy. Well, I guess Reason does have a rasp on him, but it's, like, deep. It's strong. Like, it's strong-willed. Like, it's there. When you hear his voice, it, it punches you in the face. Uh I guess it didn't really hit me like that. I just thought it, I liked that he went where he went with the song. Mm. The things he was saying was pretty crazy. For shock value, you know yeah, I mean? definitely shock value. I'm looking at his old album. It says Top Dog on the bottom. Oh, does it? Yeah. Huh? Because I he was on the um, the JBP and he said because they interviewed him and he said that that that's old, like mm. it was an old thing. Hmm. So that was before Top Dog might have been behind it to release it on streaming services because he said it was it wasn't on there oh, okay. back in the day so that that could be the reason why That's um fine. is that everything with music though 
I mean, Zakari dropped some songs. I don't know if you guys cared about that. Oh, yeah. I like Zakari. Um, I just didn't really like those two songs. I like the second one. I think it was the Ed and Mame one. Yeah. Or the other. I don't know. I liked one of them. I think R&B-wise, he definitely got outshined by Sir yeah, with this one. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even think it was a competition. I feel like Zakari is the more, the new age um, R&B type. You know what I mean? Like, Sir has that um, old school melody and shit. Zakari does have that. Not poppier, but it has that um that moody. Yeah, you can tell shit. Sir's been through shit in life. Zakari just seems He's like a, just a kid. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even listened to Zakari before. He has a little EP out. He was on a uh, Love by Kendrick. Oh, okay, okay. And I think they did um the Redemption song on mm-hmm. Black Panther album. Yeah, I don't think I like him. To be real, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's just, you could tell he's younger. Yeah, he has the yeah. younger voice. I know with R and B, that's like it's either hit or miss. For yeah. Me. yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Do you like Sir? Yeah, I like Sir. Oh, yeah, Sir is dope. Yeah, but I've come to that conclusion. Like I like R and B, but I, I guess I would say I'm a more of a new age R and B person because I don't really like and you know crucify me if you will, but I don't really like old school R and B like that. It doesn't really do anything for me. Like. Maybe I'm not that much of a romantic or whatever. Are you about but to be on one of those TikToks where it's like hit or miss? I might. I know the songs. <laughs> <laughs> I know the songs, but I'm just not one of those people that puts them on. Like like Josh. Like Josh loves R and B. Like he can listen to that shit like day and night. <sighs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like old R and B and all that. Like I never really got into it like that. Like how old though? Because I know you be bumping Usher, bro. Oh yeah, but <laughs> uh, like he be he listens to. Um, I got him that album. Uh, the TGT. Uh huh. The Three Kings or whatever, yeah, yeah. Because I remember he's like, oh, I love With that. Like, I, I can never genuine. find it. Yeah, he's like, I can never find it, and I found it, and I got it from him. He's like, oh, thank you, man. Yeah, that album but, was a slap. Like for me, that's not something that I'm into. Yeah. You know what I mean, so nothing wrong with it. It's just not my preference of music. That's um, fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we saw Marky the other day, and we got scolded for that. For what? For saying that's fair. We said that we agree on everything. Oh, that, did he? yeah. Whenever that we're that's going, fair. whenever we're going there, and we're like, "All right, that's fair." Like, and then when boom, we're on the next topic. I'm like, "Well, you know, sometimes that shit's just fair." You know what I mean? It's just like, no, nah, fuck goes. that shit, bro. You gotta <laughs> fucking get on them, bro. <laughs> no, I thought we were gonna argue a little bit more on the MJ, but y'all are pretty reserved on the whole yeah, comparison. Bro, I was ready too. That's the reason I was here, bro. Uh, I was about to have. Birth. I was ready for you guys to get into it. I I put my MJ. Michael oh, Jordan. Michael. <laughs> I was like, what Michael Jackson happened? I thought you were going to go for it. I no, thought you were coming with y'all were, y'all were very reserved. Y'all were very respectful. Y'all didn't step out of line. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. You got taken aback by it? Or I what? did. I was expecting Shad to come hard. I don't know. I mean, shoot, bro. If you want to yeah, shoot, go ahead and shoot, bro. I thought it was going to be a little bro. bit more of a dialogue. No, you didn't really I think say we, anything. I think we got it. Like, I don't know. I think LeBron's a little bit better. I mean, I that's could. My I don't know, but I could uh, throw some shit in there. I could just be like, I don't think he could keep up with today's competition. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you wanted? Even comparing LeBron and Kobe, you oh gotta pick God. Kobe all day. No, you don't. Yes, R.I.P. in do. peace. God bless his soul. For Give sure. it up. But hell nah, LeBron James is way better than Kobe. Head uh, and toes. In what than Kobe. aspect of the game? Every aspect. I already brought up the stats, bro. Kobe's got five rings, bro. Bill Russell has 11. We're not talking about damn rings, okay? Nobody knows that you were doing that yeah. listening, bro. I was trying to do the, the, the GIF where Kobe goes. Nobody knows that you're doing still. So. Whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Tagasaw on one side going, and you got Shaq on the other going like that, okay? So it's all, you can, he always goes back. LeBron Tagasaw was not. He's a Hall of Famer. Solid Hall of Famer. Barely. Maybe like second team. I wouldn't give him Hall of Fame status. At all. He wouldn't have any rings without Kobe. 
Kobe made him. Kobe made that squad. Still one of the best Spanish players to ever do it. All okay. right, Spanish players, but not one of the best players. We talked about this the other day. I feel like Pau Gasol is like a, a bum version of Tim Duncan. Okay, see, there you go, talking about Tim Duncan again, man. You can't put some respect on Tim Duncan's name. I just did. He said it was a, a what'd you say? A bum version. Yeah, a bum of version. Tim. <laughs> and a, so a bum version of of Tim Duncan is still a Hall of Famer in Pau Gasol. Like, see, come that's on, how bro. I say that's he's not a Hall of Famer, man. Not even close. He is, Just because he was on that team, that's his. Kobe nah, made him. He's a Hall of Famer. Nah, he's, he's, a, a, Hall he's a Hall of Famer. Kobe made him a household name. Top, yeah, for sure. Top ten power forward. Oh, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> top ten power forward. You're crazy. All right, top fifteen. All right. <laughs> But okay, so you said you know what? I don't know if we should go back into it, but I feel like people still put Kobe above LeBron, right? But that's a West Coast thing, if you think about it. Like yeah. we're from California, that's pretty biased. Yeah, that's us. true. We can also say the only reason LeBron got to so many championships or finals was because he was in the East. There's mm-hmm. no competition in the East. But nine straight, come on, there's give me a no break. competition in the East. Nine straight, that's crazy. He had super teams until he went back to Cleveland. Oh, he went nine years in a row. Yeah, yeah. only that, three wins to show for it though. But that is still crazy. No clutch. Let's talk there about was MJ. nobody. There was nobody in the East. <laughs> it's a team sport. There is nobody in the East. It is a team sport. So, the uh, the better team won. If LeBron was up to NJ's caliber, he wouldn't let that happen. And because his East did MJ set, ever win it alone? No. But LeBron, but everybody that was the only person who was signed on, um, because MJ, he retired, right? So he won three in a row, retired, won three in a row. The people that were on the first squad was just like random people. Like Scottie Pippen was drafted by the Bulls. So he had, that was his teammate no matter what. You know what I mean? The centers, like the big man back in the day, like on the Bulls squad, weren't that good. Horace Grant was good. Horace Grant, yeah, but everybody else, no. And then when he came back, the only person they signed was, um, well, like re signed. Was a Dennis Rodman, right? Like he was the free agent that came. Another over. Hall of Famer. Another Hall of Famer, definitely. But that's one compared to everybody else that LeBron's had: Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, Kyrie Irving, uh, fucking Kevin Love. Okay, Ray Allen was way out of his prime, and he was just a spot up three guy. He's a shooter still. Yeah. Though. Kevin that's Love. That's like a Kyle Korver. Kevin Love is a bum version of Pau Gasol. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Kevin Love is the bum version. Kevin of... Love ain't a Hall of Famer. That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Oh yeah, nah. And Kyrie, the jury's still out on Kyrie. He had that one really clutch shot that got the champion. What do you mean, jury's still out on Kyrie? If, if Kyrie, Kyrie didn't hit that shot, they would have lost that game. Yeah. Kyrie is a bucket, one of the best finishers in the game. One of, arguably the best point guard in the game right now behind Russ. Uh, <laughs> you see, you just shot yourself in the foot, bro. You just shot yourself in the foot. I say I got to shout out Russ, man. Shout uh, out Russ. Jury's still out on Kyrie. You're tripping. Jerry's definitely still out on Kyrie. The best handles in the game. He finishes it at the cup 100% of the time. Nah. What I'm trying to tell you, Eddie, is that, yeah, LeBron went to eight straight finals. Nine. Nah. Nine. It was eight. Six and three. He's six and three, but that first one was up back in 07. Oh, So it was eight straight finals. Is that not so impressive? Only three wins to show for it, bro? Do you think that's impressive? With, With a power team. He had a squad. I don't know. Isn't that Until still like 40%? Who were they playing? Was the other team better? Yes. I mean, he on did. On paper, was the other team better? He did come. He played against the greatest team of all time three straight years. The greatest team of all. Did you hear that? They have yeah, the record they, to prove it. They were like 72 and uh, 9. Yeah, that's true. And they lost too. And he came back from a three 
Oh, MJ never had to come back from a 3-1 deficit in the finals. And LeBron James never lost in the first round. Okay. He never lost a single game in, in the, first the East, bro. In the East. Bro. He was they were sweeping everybody. That's crazy. That shouldn't be happening. And on the Western Conference, it's game 5 at least unless you're the Warriors. All I'm saying is that that's a great feat that LeBron did, but MJ would have never been in that position in the finals. But they were like the head and they were the Warriors back then. Who were? The Bulls. Why is that their fault? Nah. The Bulls were the best team in the league. Yeah. They still so? had to go up against the Bad Boys. And the Celtics. Well, that was at the end of their primes. Yeah. But still. when, Like I said, it's hard to compare MJ and LeBron because MJ is for sure. He got it. He's got clutch gene all day. LeBron don't got that. That's why I'm, I'll bring up LeBron and Kobe. And you still got to give it to Kobe, man. Nah, 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 nah. You don't got the killer instinct for show, but you LeBron can't. doesn't have the killer instinct. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't teach height and you can't teach size, bro. And if I'm at a pickup game. So you're talking more about the athletic I'm talking ability about, and I'm talking the stats about, and all that. I'm talking about the players in general. Like, who's the greatest player of all time? I already told you, Michael Jordan's the greatest winner of all time. Okay. Hands down, without a doubt. Okay. But LeBron is the greatest to ever put it on the feet, ever to dribble a basketball. Until Kawhi was born. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the IE. Well, Kawhi the jury ain't e, out bro. on that. Kawhi's a Hall of Famer, and if he wins one, Already. if he wins one with the Clips, he's the he greatest won. player of all time. <laughs> he won he is by the greatest himself, player of all time. Kawhi but for me, I agree with himself. you, Shad. For me, like the comparison is that MJ had that clutch ability yeah. that he wasn't gonna let anything stop him that he wanted to win, and he was gonna do it. Yeah, and the only reason why you couldn't say that Kobe is the greatest behind MJ is because. Kobe is a product of MJ, which mm-hmm. is why I feel like Kawhi can never get that light as the greatest because he is a product of LeBron. I mm-hmm. feel like the next up is going to have to be Giannis. Somebody's going to have to change the game again, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, He's a, a freaking center dribbling coast to coast. That yeah. fool's a monster. Yeah, he's unstoppable. That's pretty crazy. Who? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Bucks. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that Laker game that we watched? Mm-hmm. That was the last game. No, was it the Clips game? Lakers versus Clips. That was the last yeah, game. That was the last yeah, one. that was the last basketball game. I still owe Jesse a six pack. Damn, too bad. I, I never forgot. So is how old's Kawhi? He's young, twenty eight. Yeah. Oh, he's twenty eight. Twenty eight. He's in his prime. Oh, he still has a pretty long career. Yeah. Well, LeBron's like thirty six. Yeah, he's got like ten more. Yeah, years. Yeah, LeBron's old already. If he can stay healthy, because <laughs> yeah. he plays a physical game. Mm. Um. Well. Do you feel like that was a little bit we, more argument? We can bury it, okay? I got a little <laughs> bit more out, okay? We're good now. You're satisfied now? I'm satisfied. You got your fix? Everyone has their own opinions, you know? It and is that's just it how it goes yeah. at the end of the day, bro. So I just got a lot of love Kobe. I didn't like the Lakers back in the day, but you have to give Kobe his respect. Same way you got to give it to LeBron. Yeah, I but. think for me personally, like, I think LeBron does have, well, my respect, but he does get the respect now. Like, I think how it said, like, LeBron was a bad guy, like, he was a villain. Like you didn't want him to win, but because he, he like, switched up, he shined through and he did it. And he he went back to Cleveland and he won one for his town, his city. Like that's, that's tight. Goosebumps. That's tight, bro. Cleveland. Like, I'll give it. I'll give him that for sure. Anything is possible. <laughs> goosebumps. Um, but y'all want to get into the weekly recs, weekly recommendations? Yeah, I'm down. Let let the people hear it. All right, you know me, man. I'm a Pokemon master. I've been really hitting the mons hard now. All right. And uh, I've been battling, getting competitive teams going on, and uh, I'm feeling good about that. But speaking on weekly recs, uh, I know it's a little bit childish, 
I never really finished the series and I want to see how it ended. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching Adventure Time lately. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went back and watched that maybe last year. Oh, really? Oh, it was great. Oh, I heard, it's yeah, so I heard that good, it's a man. good, yeah. um, like it's an a overall cartoon. show, yeah. cartoon. Like it's a good, it's a good story. Yeah. I, I actually just finished it maybe the end of last year. Really? Yeah. I just started. I think I'm on like season three. What now. are you watching it on? Hulu. Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. it's on Hulu. Okay. That's something I would like to watch. I think they have like Chowder and. They have all the old. Like, I cool heard they're guy. bringing Adventure Time back for another season or something on the HBO. Yeah. I thought they yeah. had a movie or something, and that was something's like the gonna, final. Something's thing. gonna happen. Yeah, that's the closest. Um, okay, besides Avatar, that's a, that's a close American anime. You know, oh, there really okay. isn't like a whole like character development like that, where they get like an elk. Okay, I haven't finished it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> but they don't get like this crazy power boost. Hmm. So I don't know, but I like it. That's cool. I would I like to. I would it, like yeah. to binge one of those. It's just it's a lot of seasons though, isn't it? It's only like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, they're not. They're it not is gonna take you a while, but it's not because I got ads. I saw one. Uh, <laughs> I saw one season was like fifty-two episodes though. Mm. So damn something you got. But it's it's fun. It's a cool watch. Mm. Is I thoroughly enjoyed it as a kid, so I I wanted to finish it. I enjoyed it as an adult. Yeah, me too. That's dope. Great. But uh, me, I uh finally started watching season two of Atlanta. Oh, for real? Yeah. What do you think about it? Well, I'm only on episode like three. Okay. Uh, the first episode really caught me off guard. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't know what to expect. It started with the Florida like the robbery, the robbery, oh, robbery. Yeah, it didn't feel like an episode. I didn't of Atlanta, get. Huh? Is that ever gonna tie back in, or is that just setting the tone of Atlanta? I think it was. Yeah, it just. Well, um, Donald Glover's like his whole idea behind the show was to really portray Atlanta outside of like the celebrity light and really like feel like you live in Georgia in that city. Is he from there? Yeah, he's from Atlanta. So he wanted to really make it feel like you're seeing what he grew up seeing. Oh yeah. That's his thing of Atlanta. Caught me off guard completely. Mm -hmm. And then to go to the, the fucking Gator man, I was like, what, what is this? Oh yeah. Alligator man. Yeah. He do got an alligator in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I also finished the last episode of Dave. Which it was. Oh, I you know. watched it already? Yeah. Shit, I haven't seen it yet. So, uh, well, no spoilers. Spoiler. No, no, fuck you. <laughs> it was pretty cool. That's good, man. Um, but you're enjoying it? Yeah. Cool. It's man. cool to get back into these shows. Yeah, definitely. Because what was I watching before this? Oh, All American and shit. I was watching like the soap opera trash shows. Shit. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's pretty good. Trash. It's bro. pretty good, man. That it's it's hard to stop watching. It That's is. Right. I'll give you that. But I don't like shows that are so repetitive to the point where like. It's very formulary. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. You know the end's always going to be a cliffhanger. You know, there's all the drama's going to be at the end and shit mm. like that. But I I hate that I enjoy it, but I enjoy it. I just it. couldn't stand how that chick just couldn't mind her own business, man. She was always... Oh, yeah, that doesn't change. She was pissing me off. <laughs> She's sexy, but she, she needs to shut up. <laughs> yeah, Olivia's hot. Um, What about you, Shad? Nah, nothing really new for me that I can recommend. I mean, I just got fired, so... Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe next week I can come with something. <laughs> but nah. They're going to call you back, man. Just wait and watch. You'd be all right. They emailed me talking about I either got to follow, follow along with the terms of the business or resign. So they're not trying to fire me. They're just not going to schedule me anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. So you pretty much got to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. So. I mean, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, bro. It is what it is. I'm not tripping. So you've been in a trance. You haven't been watching nothing or nah, anything? Just been working. Because I come home, I probably make it back home at like 10, 11. Oh, I feel so you. So I just get ready for the next day. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, As for me, I haven't watched, like I haven't binged anything or anything. Um, But I listened to the Hit Boy, the new Hit Boy album, the Chauncey Hollis Project. 
And um, me being from Fontana, Hit Boys from Fontana, so I've always liked admired him. And uh, he did the um, the Watch the Throne beat, the in Paris. Oh. Yeah, he did the Paris beat. Um, <laughs> so I would just always admired like somebody making it from your hometown. You know what I mean? And I liked when he first dropped his first mixtape. And then around the middle of his career somewhere, he was dropping music and I just didn't like he's it. He's a producer, right? Yeah, he's a producer. But this new project, um, the beats, dude, they're, oh my God, bro. They're the sampling, how you were talking about clutch bro like the beats are dope um and he's actually rapping um he's spitting pretty good like nothing like crazy but they're they're good flows to complement his beats you can just tell that he's a product of kanye like a producer rapper like it might not ever be as great as kanye but you can definitely see the influence but overall um it's uh 12 tracks 34 minutes Oh, really good man i didn't know he rapped i thought he was producer nah, he, he did the hit boy boy wonder right that's what that was yeah 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 yeah. he rapped right after like the whole watch the throne thing like he released something oh, um see, but for me like was producer i think he had a, a few songs with audio push yeah right? he he did the hs like, city seven yeah he yeah. had a little like team with them they had a, like a little label um but i really enjoy it um so if you've never actually listened to hit boy or whatever um definitely check this project out yeah um, how, old is, how old is he you know he's got to be in his 30s already okay but it's it's really good. The beats, man. Like you'll you'll enjoy the beats. He's the well sampling. known, right? Yeah, he's well known. Like um, he but does... he's not really known for his like solo career. No, yeah, music. he's known for his yeah his beats. Yeah, he's he's he's. Cause... But if you never listen to his music, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I have no clue. Um, so, so that's that, my recommendation. I thoroughly enjoyed this project. Um, I think that you guys should check it out too. He got an album like The Plug or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. We the plug. We yeah. the plug. Yeah, yeah. I did a push was sick, man. Yeah, they. I feel like they just drop too much music. Like they just, they keep. I feel like they're very saturated in their like. If you go on their Apple Music, they have so much music out. It's too much. Like I don't want to listen to all of it. Yeah. Um. And the before I get off this, the interesting thing about this is that he released. Um. So there's twelve songs on here, right? Mm. He released three songs at a time. So he was like, all right. So this is not an EP. I'm gonna make this an album, but I'm gonna record and add to it when I'm. Um, when I feel like it's done. Mm. So he just released the fourth installment, which was another three songs. And um, you can tell that every three songs are different, but the way, I don't know if he just had it planned and that's how he did it or whatever, but it really does flow. Like it feels like one, a cohesive thing. Mm. And it's just kind of interesting that that happened. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't three separate EPs. Like he put them all together. So it wasn't like, oh, there's three songs here and there's three songs here. When you look up at the, at the album, those three songs got added to the other three songs. So it just ended up forming a full album. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. Something so different. He's done with the installment. Yeah, it's all done now. Okay. So that's why I also think it's good to check it out. Like you don't have to wait for the next installment. Like it's it's done. That's pretty know. cool though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Concept, yeah. Yeah, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. So definitely check that out. Um, But before we get out of here, uh, Birdman. Story time. Story time. Birdman wanted to share a story with the listeners. And... um. It's a, it's a horror story. It's a horror. It has a little bit of comedy in it. Yeah, but shit is hilarious. At the end of the day, um, as there's a message behind it. So, Birdman, take it away. All right, man. So, in correlation with Shad's birthday, happy birthday again, Shad. Thank you. Three years ago, we decided to make a journey out to Redlands. Downtown Redlands. And I always start the story the same. It was a beautiful two dollar Tuesday. Two dollar Tuesdays, <laughs> man. R.I.P. in peace. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think they do them anymore. Yeah, no, I think somebody got shot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're hitting the clubs. We're going here. We're going there. We're going there. We're going the ba- here. The bars. The bars. Yeah. 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 I think we had our boy Mike T with us, too. Probably. And that was fun. I think that was the first night I put you on to Young Thug and Kodak. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like, we come back. Back to the crib. Back to the crib in Colton. We got home safely. Got home safely. You're a good driver, Christian. And um, I get a text. Apparently, like, there was a pizza party we had to go to. We're going to go to this pizza party and uh, get the address. And um, we try waking up Mike T. Mike T was knocked out. We for sure tried. We get all (laughs) vouched for that. We were calling his name, calling his name, but he would not get up. Like, really yelling at this man. (laughs) I don't remember this, but I fully believe it. Anyway, we go off to the pizza party. and Just left uh, him in the garage, by the way. <laughs> we get there, right? And all they have is Supreme Pizza. And we just weren't feeling that at the time. <laughs> so we get there. We take another couple shots. I'm driving at this point. Yeah. And um, it's time to go home. And we're sitting in my car. And I said, give me 10 minutes. Mm. <laughs> and those are the quickest 10 minutes of my life. Because next thing I remember, we're on the road. And we're trying to get in front of this tanker truck. You're trying to get in front you of this tanker truck. To- <laughs> There's like 10 different ways to get to my house. But he was so. And he went on the main street, yeah. which was the crazy part. And I'm always in the back because I'm a little one. You didn't have a seatbelt on either. I, that was my fault. You were right in the front this of the Allegedly, <laughs> right? Allegedly. <laughs> and I told Bird, slow down. And what did Bird do? Sped up. Sped up. Speed it up. So I got in front of the tanker truck. Barely. <laughs> the problem was stopping. <laughs> so I tried drifting. to. I, I bust the corner. Thankfully, there was nobody in the other lane. Yes. And uh, we hit the curb. And I don't. I was pretty cool, calm, and collective. I, I was in another car crash not too long ago before that. And I, I was, hit my chin on the <laughs> seat. And I was like, what the fuck, Bird? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, and so we all like gathered our, our equilibrium. I was pretty back. chill about it. I was like, I'm going to call AAA. No, like, you try to go, remember? Yeah. Yeah, you tried to go and you were like, oh, fuck. Like, the car is not moving. Uh, and so then I went into panic mode. Yeah, we got out and checked. And I was like, bro, we need to leave right now. <laughs> it was already... <laughs> Three, four in the morning, yeah. right? Christian ain't never had a tool in his life, but he came out there like a mechanic. He's like, I'm about to change this tire, yeah. bro. Bro, I knew how to change tires. I was like, the tire was flat. One of the tires was flat, right? So I was like, all right, bro, the cops are going to come. Bird, we need to, you know, we need to get this done, right? Triple A is going to get here. And we're right on Pepper and um, San, Bernardino, yeah. San Bernardino. So it's like, it's busy. You know what I mean? But there was Shots nobody directing out. traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. He's out there trying to change the tire. There's cars coming, so I'm like in the middle because we're in the opposite yeah. side of the street. First of all, the control arm snapped, bro. The whole the whole tire was like this. Yeah, like, yeah it just wasn't it wasn't gonna happen. So I was just like, damn, like what, like I don't know. And you were like, it's cool. I'm gonna call AAA, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was very cool about it. The cops pull up. And I'm like, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> so who was driving? And, uh, and me, I just didn't say anything. I don't think you said anything, right? I think we all stayed quiet for a little bit. And then they like, all right, well, who's the dri- or who's the owner of the car? And uh, they put me through all the tests, and I passed every single damn one for of them. For sure did. He passed all of them. Can, 
can I can I say my from my point of view what was going on? What's up? So you know they got Bird and they're like, who's driving? And, you know, Bird, whatever, whoever, whatever the question was, Bird was, you know, he took the stand, right? So then um, he did. He passed all the tests, and um, the cop was like, look, man, were you drinking? Bird was like, nah, uh, I wasn't. And the cop was like, all right, man, like, no, for real, were you drinking? Like, so like, nah, I wasn't drinking. He's all, dude, I'm trying to be cool with you right now. Like, just let me know if you were drinking. Like, I'm trying to help you out. Like, let me know if you were drinking. Like, you know, I I don't know if he said I got you, but what I saw was that he just wanted Bird to be honest. I don't know if there was other ulterior motives. There probably was. But Bird was sticking to his guns. He was like, nah, I wasn't drinking. And he was like, all right, man, I'm going to give you this one last chance. Were you drinking or not? Or, or what do you say? He's like, were you drinking? You're like, all right. And he's all, well, how much did you have to drink? And then Bird was like, just two drinks <laughs> and the cop got so mad he's like all right put your hands behind your back and uh, we were like, he just needed the confession because yeah. he passed all the tests so he needed you to admit it yeah hmm. he did he seemed like that's what they're supposed to yeah i didn't really see any malice behind it but again i was gone nah, they were chill colton pd's all right yeah he was cool but um i think it was bird's answer and he was like it was just too like it was like no big deal well they wanted to put me on the breathalyzer and i wasn't about to do that and mm-hmm. i was donating plasma that time so i was just like yeah bro you can check my blood man i don't care <laughs> <laughs> anyway they put me in the back of the car and let me tell you it was the most uncomfortable ride of my entire life <laughs> it's nothing but hard plastic and um they get me back there they took my plasma it was again or my blood and it was going to take like an hour or two for them to get the final results back. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what, man? You're being really cooperative. We're not going to put you in the jail. Like, you can just sit right here. I'm like, all right, cool. And I was on my phone. And I took a picture. I don't know if y'all saw my snap the other I day. Saw it. <laughs> um, before they took him away, Shad was like, we were messed up, right? Shad goes up to the cop and he's all, hey, when can we go pick him up? And he's like, not till six o'clock. And he's like, all right. And then so we're like walking because we're down the street from Shad's house yeah, at this all point. All we do right? is bust a left, so, a right, and another there. right. So um, Shad, like we started walking. He's all, man, fuck this. So he goes back and he's all, hey, uh, you think you could give me a ride to my mom? <laughs> <laughs> and the cop was like, no. <laughs> so we had to walk back to Shad's house. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just one of those things where. You know, nothing good ever happens after two o'clock. Like you should have just stayed home. Yeah. Um, Pizza party wasn't worth it. But there is a lesson throughout all of this. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Always use Uber. Yeah. Um, keep your friends in safety. I don't know. Check on your friends. Check. Make your sure homies. they got pizza you like before you go. Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, very unfortunate what happened. I feel like I'm glad it happened then. Why do you say that? Cause I mean. At that point, like, I was, I was fucked up, man. You think I was, you're being reckless? I was very, I was in a different place. Like, uh-huh. life or death, it was, it is what it is, you know? You didn't like, set you straight? Uh, more or less. It took some time. The DUI mm-hmm. classes definitely helped. Yeah. I definitely don't drink and drive anymore. If, even if I'm hungover, like, the next day, I feel really guilty about driving. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. because yeah. you've, you've stuck to your guns, and I know a lot of people, they do get DUIs, and they still, you know, they still do it. But um, you've actually stuck to your guns and be like, nah, like I'm not drinking. Like I'm driving, I'm not gonna drink. Yeah. And it's like, we're not condoning drinking and driving at all. You know what I mean? But you know, people do go over friends' houses, they have a beer and they leave. That's still considered drinking and driving, yep. even if you're not intoxicated. That one beer Wet is that. You know what I mean? So like, get the Uber. Fuck 
the six, whatever you want to call it, the sixty dollars is going to be more than better than that fifteen hundred. You know what I mean? Like it's more like how much? How much was it? I would say a little over four thousand. Dang, like everything. Yeah, that was in total. The it was a two thousand dollar fine. The classes, I believe, were like eight hundred dollars to get my car out of impound. Was like six hundred dollars. And shit, nigga, we're not even talking about all the Ubers I took. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was spending like $100 a week on Uber, easy. Damn. So, Damn. And that was for true. a minute, too. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel, like I said, like that $60 is nothing compared to what it could be. Um, it was for sure a, a real serious situation. I mean, we're laughing because it's funny to hear. Yeah. Like, after time passes. But at, it, in that moment, I was I was scared as shit. Uh, <laughs> it could have it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, you know, thank God yeah. like, we're still here. Um, it was really stupid. Yeah, we're not condoning our actions, but definitely, you know, we got that out of the way while we were young. Um, no pizza is worth all that money. <laughs> definitely not. Um, yeah, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, it did happen, you know, but we're here. Um, but that was a good, good story time. Um, would you like to transfer that over and, um, you know, give us the wisdom? I'll give you some wisdom. Bursa Damas? I'll give you some Bursa Damas. Take it away, man. I actually have another story. It's short and sweet this time. Yeah, man. So I bought my girl some candy uh-huh. and uh, she gets down to like the last 10 of them, I would say. And she looks inside the bag and she says, uh... They're all green. I don't want these anymore. I'm like, okay. We went to Margie's house. We come back. And uh, I don't mind the green. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat the green. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating some of the green. I probably had like six of them. And I look in the bag one more time. And there's two reds at the bottom. So my story is sometimes you got to eat some green to get to the red. There's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Everything's always going to get better. A little needle in the haystack. Something like that. So what you're saying is what looks can be deceiving? Yeah, sure. Just stick to your guns and get to that finish line. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to go through some bad to get to the good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that correlates with the whole DUI process. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Bertrand Thomas, for that. Um, But, yeah, man, I'm glad that, you know, it's unfortunate what happened, but I'm glad that that did steer you in the right direction. like I said, I've told you before, like, I feel like you've grown up a lot. I feel like we've all grown up a lot. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't say that we were super reckless, but we were just, you know, we were young, we were young yeah. you know, being dumb and stuff. You know, I feel like all of us have grown up in a sense, you know, I have my family um, definitely calm me down because I do think about that stuff sometimes. Like, uh-huh. what if I didn't have a family or what if I didn't have kids? You know what I mean? Like, where would I be? Like, would I be reckless? Would I be like trying to? get into other stuff that I have no business doing. Like, I don't know, you know, you don't ever know where like life might take you. Um, so I feel like I, I feel really blessed that I have my family. I, I like my girl, my kids, like I really feel whatever was in lined up for me or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, I really feel like that steered me in the right direction. And I'm not saying I was fucking crazy or anything, but I don't, I didn't ever want to like, I don't ever want to find out if that was a thing. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to know what that other story could have been because I don't think it would have been any good, you know? <laughs> Still getting on glass tables yelling at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like it was a good, a horror story, if you will, but there was some good that came out of it. Um, before we get out of here, is there anything else you guys would like to add? 
any shout outs any uh any uh any final thoughts anyone uh, yeah shouts out to the bird you already know uh, shout out to birdie <laughs> hosting my little party oh you already know oh yeah you guys had a little party friday night oh huh? yeah how many people were in attendance i think less than 10 I think oh, nine. Yeah. wow nine. good for you guys good for you guys yeah <laughs> eddie was there eddie showed up oh damn no i wasn't <laughs> yeah, you were there. Eddie, all the quarantine yeah, eddie showed up he hit me up he was all like hey you guys drink yeah like we're just drinking at the house like oh you guys doing bp like oh yeah just set it up yo <laughs> i've been wanting to play bp bro like i don't care if it's like me versus blaze or whatever like i want to play some bp uh, <laughs> i lost my edge man i'm not good anymore yeah, I, I he learned did hit that celeb shot though. That yeah, was clutch. That was clutch. I learned that I'm a very slow start now. Oh boy! <laughs> oh how you yeah, how you this finish fool or almost what? sat under the table. Yeah, you almost trolled, dog. Ayana carried him, bro. Yeah, Damn. well, I made three after. Yeah, she carried me, but then I came back and I just started whooping everyone's ass. <laughs> Good so, for you, dog. So Good I mean, for you. it's just a slow burn. No, these things do happen. It's been a while, but uh, do you have a good birthday shot? Oh yeah, you enjoyed it. Couldn't ask for anything more, man. That's good, man. Well, I would like to thank you for coming on to the first, the very first homie day at the Cruise Control Podcast. Thank you for having me, man. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, anytime, bro. Um, I would like to do this more often. We have a lot of homies that, you know, it's good have to vibe out with. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get on, if you want to be the next homie, please uh, chime in and uh, put in your request. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you. Appreciate you for being here. Um, I hope you had a great birthday, dude. Um you know, whatever else this year brings us, I, I hope it does go up from here. And um, what is your birthday is the day after we release the pod, right? Yeah. Um. Well, just want to give you a happy birthday, too, man. Um, Thanks. Because we won't be back till after that. So. Right. Shouts out to Tori, too. His birthday. Oh, yeah. Up. On the 6th, right? 6th. Yeah. Shouts out to Tori, too. So shout out to all the May babies. Um, we love you guys. And, uh, you know, we do hope that you guys have a good birthday. Uh, under these circumstances um, But with all that being said I just want to give a big shout out to the listeners uh, Friends, family, co-workers Everybody that's been tuning in um, I know it's been We haven't been as consistent as We would like to be but it's just You know what's going on in the world We just gotta gotta figure it out But um, yeah thank you guys for tuning in It really means a lot to us We're available wherever you listen to your podcast Please follow us on our socials at Cruise Control pod on instagram and twitter and um yeah till the next time we love you guys be safe be smart do not drink and drive it's not a good idea um pay for that uber and um you know just enjoy yourself enjoy your life right now um i will say this one thing before we get out of here the real positive thing is that i feel like amongst everything is that we got to slow down and spend time with our people like our people like i've got to spend time with my family like you've got to spend time with your girl you've got to spend time with your girl get to know them better like i feel it's a good way for relationships and for people just to like sit down and like really taking the moment and really enjoy that um because i just feel like life was really moving fast and you know whatever you want to call it this got us to slow down and really like look at the things that really do matter you know so um yeah uh just thank you guys for tuning in and uh, we love you guys and we'll see you guys on the next one for eddie and birdman and rashad shadzilla i'm your host kid cruiser we love you guys peace out Cruise Control Podcast.
wondering where that came into play. Uh, 